Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Hi, property sourcing profiteers. Anyone out there sourcing property for profit, this is the podcast for you. Uh, And I'm going to talk today about one of the fast start strategies in deal packaging that's working today. So uh, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, I can't get any deals, David, I haven't got any deals. How am I going to find anything to say? The market's gone bonkers and all that malarkey, right? Why don't you try this? You can have a deal by the end of the week. And if you are at the end of the week, whenever you're listening to this, you can have a deal by this time next week. Really, Dave? Really? How are we going to do that? Okay, so I am going to talk about the must-go-to strategy for anyone new to deal packaging. That is packaging rent-to-rent opportunities for serviced accommodation. Ooh, why would I do that? Why would I do that? Okay, there are downsides and upsides. So there's only one downside to this that I can find, okay? And the bottom line is, Packaging rent-to-rent for serviced accommodation has a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of bits and pieces there that you need to put together. You need to put your power team, overused expression. You need to put your team together before you start. Uh, But having put that team together, um, you're on your way really, really quick. And it is extremely profitable for a packager. And who knows... Even if you've not thought about doing rent-to-rent for serviced accommodation yourself, maybe if you find deals that are just so compellingly good in terms of the numbers, uh, you might start keeping a few of them for yourself as well, and there's added cash flow in the pot. Okay, so packaging, rent-to-rent, serviced accommodation. Why would you do it? Positives. It's fast. It is fast. Why is it fast? Because... Uh, we're dealing with rental property. So we can go to lessing agents. We can do our direct to vendor marketing to landlords on oh, Gumtree, Facebook Marketplace, um, a Doorstep, uh, even, even do- any direct to vendor stuff that we do for free. I, I'm only talking free stuff here, right? And if you're sitting there thinking, well, it's all very well, David, but you're saying go to Gumtree. I rang Gumtree. I, I went to Gumtree, and they're all letting agents and estate agents on there. Totally cool. Totally cool. Because you need to talk to people who are active in the world of property, right? So go and talk to them about it. Talk to anyone who's in the property game who's got access to properties. You never know uh, what's going to pop up at the other end. So first of all, it is fast, you know, we've all seen those pictures on Tinternet, on the Facebook groups, property Facebook groups, where they're jingling keys, just picked up my new set of keys, right? Uh, but these are rental contracts, okay? So you can get those done really, really quick. You've got to do a viewing if the uh, property matches your criteria, and you can negotiate the right price for it. You can have it agreed and off market by the end of the week. You can. You can't tell me you can't because too many people have done it so that I know that you can. It's speedy. There is no conveyancing. So we don't have to wait to buy the property. We are, we are, on the, the investors, the investors, let's put it, talk about the investors. We are renting the property on behalf of the investors. The investor is going to rent the property and going to use it for serviced accommodation. 
Um, so there's no conveyancing involved. There's no application for mortgages. Oh, of course they can buy and do service accommodation, but I'm talking about rent to rent. Um, so no mortgage application, no surveyors coming out, sucking their teeth, giving you a down valuation in the current market. We don't have to worry about any of that stuff. We're not waiting for mortgage offers. We can go straight in, straight in, see the letting agent, get a deal off the market, get the jingling keys, get the thing moved and get paid. How cool it is that. Uh, and I'm just going to make a side, just a little side comment about compliance. Now, we all know deal packages, you have to be compliant. I've got other podcast episodes that have covered deep dive into compliance or deep enough anyway. Um, but here's a truth, right? Do HMRC actually regulate rental contracts? So if you are sourcing rental contracts, the answer is no. HMRC have no interest at this point of regulating rental contracts. How can I say that with any certainty? Well, first of all, I've seen it in black and white from HMRC. Secondly, if you're a landlord, and there are millions of landlords out there in the United Kingdom, when we rent to a tenant, are those tenancies regulated? In the sense, do we have to register them with HMRC or do we have to uh, make those documents available to HMRC? We do not. We do not because HMRC have no interest in regulating rental contracts. Rent to rent for service accommodation and packaging the same, HMRC aren't interested. Now, I am not saying you should not be compliant and that you should not register with um, HMRC. Of course you should, okay? But let's get one or two deals under our belts working in this area. Then you're going to have the money to do it. You're going to have the money to pay. So... Registering with HMRC, if you're doing it for the first time, might cost you around 450 quid, okay? Go and earn your 450 quid and let's get registered. Cool. So it's fast and it works. That's what you need to know. So here is what I have seen. These are young people I have worked with who started sourcing rent to rent for serviced accommodation. Uh, and here is what they've done. They've done, okay? There are, they are out looking for properties that are appropriate for rent-to-rent -rent, uh, serviced accommodation, okay? So um, they're looking for investors, in inverted commas, that want to, want to buy that sort of deal, okay? Here's the truth. There are, if you infiltrate the property forums on Facebook, there are tens of thousands of people out there who want to be property investors. Maybe they haven't got the funds to buy today. That's totally cool. But maybe they have got enough money to set up a rent to rent for serviced accommodation deal. Uh, now, that might cost them a few grand over a period of time, but it's not going to cost you because you're packaging the deal. Okay, um, and they're going to be interested in the uh, net profit per calendar month. Uh, and these vary all over the country about where you are and what the property is and the condition of the property. So, you know, I'm going to paint with a pretty broad brush here. But just to give you idea, ideas, this is what I've seen. And this is a business model that works. And I'm going to share this business model with you now. So, Here's what I've seen. Um, a normal property, a normal buy-to-let 
property that has been used as a family let over a period of time i've had these in my own portfolio as well so i'm speaking with some authority here because i know what the numbers are i am not inside the m25 but i am in the south of england as well as being in the north of england okay i have done this in both places here's what i've seen properties that rent to uh, a family on an ast rental at around 750 700 to 800 pound per calendar month those are the type of properties so they're clean and they're in decent areas okay if you convert them to serviced accommodation you can increase the income the gross income on those from a rent roll of gross seven to eight hundred pound a month to something between two and three thousand pounds a month gross gross i'm talking gross okay if you can get away a property like that on a rent to SA basis to contractors or workers, or I've had um, uh, cricketers on tour, yeah, I did. I had um, your actors who were working in the local pantomime for two months, yeah, I've had those as well. All sorts of people. Oh, I had a film crew, I had a film crew in Manchester who were filming the um as yet unseen new series of peaky blinders how cool was that i didn't even know till they were leaving but that's what they were doing so they were around for two months as well in manchester strange isn't it birmingham is the new manchester or the, is that the other way around uh so i've had people like that if you get involved with people like that you can get two and a half to three grand a month gross okay if you net all that down so there are costs with uh rent to rent for service accommodation there are i mean you've got to pay the rent for start for a start and you've got to service the summer service accommodation guests there are costs to that but here's what i see you can get the uh net income down the net income um after all the deductions somewhere between 600 a month net to a thousand pound a month that's my experience okay that's what i've seen you, you might be able to get more you might have had less <laughs> good friend of mine month while in her sa business um pr produced a net profit of two pounds okay we know that happens right but i'm telling you um as a rule going forward 600 to a thousand pound now that's a broad spread very broad how does it help you as the packager here's what i'm suggesting to you because it's a business model i've seen right if those properties net per calendar month around a thousand pounds a month or more right i would genuinely suggest to you as a packager that you keep those properties in your own portfolio because once you get three four five ten at a thousand pound a month then suddenly um, it's worth all the faff of setting them up in the first place, okay? So I would not package myself one that produced a £1,000 a month or more, okay? I think that's the threshold. So deal packages out there. <clears throat> of course, we're property investors as well. If you can source a rent-to-rent -rent SA that produces a £1,000 a month, keep it for yourself, okay what about the ones dave that only produce seven eight hundred a month 850 maybe still pretty solid deals right still pretty good they're the ones you want to package they're the ones you can earn a fee on you can earn three grand quite comfortably depending on the length of the contract right you've got to leave something in the pot for everybody so it's got to be a decent length contract right three to five years 
um, but that comes down to the negotiation bit uh, for your investor, you, then you can earn a decent three to five grand fee on that. Here's what I've seen. One really smart young lady who adopted this actual business model. Month one in her business, packaged five deals. Five deals, rent-to-rent SA deals, month one, that she uh, could not get to a £1,000 per calendar month. Because what she really wanted was to build a rent-to-SA business. £1,000 a month or more, she was going to keep them. But in month one, she found five but none of them got anywhere near a thousand pounds. They might have been seven, eight hundred pounds a month, whatever. She packaged all five and earned five grand per deal as twenty-five grand packaging fees month one. I will pause without you thinking that the recording has broken. Twenty-five grand a month, month one, right? And then month one, month two you got the possibility of packaging similar deals again. Now, I'm not saying you're going to find five month two, but what if you only find three? Month three, month four, month five. You're starting to get the picture team. Why am I, why am I urging you in the current market to look for rent-to-rent for service accommodation deals either for yourself and or to package because it's working today. It's working today, right? We're coming out of lockdown. Staycation's going to be huge in 2021 because we can't go anywhere, right? Um, As I'm recording this, I I saw in the news this morning, if we go on holiday from next Monday, they're going to charge us a five grand fine, a £5,000 fine to go on each. Really? (sighs) Don't get me started on that. Anyway... Um, it's going to be huge during the summer of 2021 and into the autumn because we're all going to be staying at home. So, go on, show me your hand. Put your hand up if you want to find five properties next month that net a £1,000 a month each and put them in your own portfolio. Of course you do. Of course you do. And the ones um, that don't, um, the five that don't reach £1,000 a month, you can sell them to investors. So let's move on to part two of this um, introduction, if you like, to packaging, rent-to-rent-for-service accommodation. What do you need? The moving parts. I referenced the moving parts um, earlier. And a lot of the moving parts can be dealt with if you find a great serviced accommodation operator. So the serviced accommodation operator will do everything with respect to the serviced accommodation bits and pieces, right? So they'll take over the property, they'll get it cleaned, they'll arrange the furnishings, investor has to pay, you have to pay. Um, They've organised the furniture, they'll get the bookings, they'll have all the um, channel managers, everything you need to run an SA business, they've got. But they stand in the shoes, if it was a single let, buy to let, you need a letting agent, right? but we're not going to use it as a single let buy to let we're going to use it as a rent to sa you need a serviced accommodation operator and you need good ones now pause any serviced accommodation people out there will know this but i'm going to share this with everyone uh, listening today um not all serviced accommodation operators are equal they're not but if you find a good one they are the cornerstone of your business because they'll do all this stuff like shelling peas. And the other thing is they're going to love you. They're going to love you deal packaging friends. They are because you can add to their business. You can find a lot of properties for them to add to their SA operating business. Now, they're going to take 20% off the top, probably-ish, 
they are. They're going to take 20% off the top for doing everything, right? Arranging the bookings, moving people in, moving people out, um, you know, washing the, getting the linen wash, changing light bulbs, dealing with key access. Um, you know, they give a lot of value. Uh, taking the phone calls at two o'clock in the morning when the guests can't work out how to turn the TV on. Yes, I've had those phone calls, not me personally, obvi, um, in my service accommodation business. Uh, so, you know, a, a good one, worth their weight in gold. Do not um, do not begrudge them their 20% because they're going to earn every single penny and they're going to give you the platform to earn three to five grand a month Um forgive me three to five grand a deal maybe three to five times a month from packaging rent to sa okay where do the investors come from they come from the uh facebook property communities that if you if you let it be known that you're packaging this stuff you're going to be overwhelmed by people who have got enough money to set up a rent to sa but they haven't got enough money to buy in the current um the current Property market. Cool. So properties. Let's move on to properties. Okay. Where do you find your properties to rent? Okay. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you to go after the free stuff. Okay. So marketing is marketing is marketing. You have to do marketing. The more marketing you do, all sorts of marketing, the more responses you are going to get. Okay. And uh, here's what I've seen about this model. And, And to be honest, any deal packaging model, if you don't get the marketing right, okay, if there's not enough marketing, you're not going to get enough leads that you can turn into deals, right? But if you get the marketing right, you will have more than enough leads in order to turn into deals, okay? So I'm going to talk about the free stuff, okay? I'm going to talk about your gum trees. I'm going to talk about your Facebook marketplace. I'm going to talk about texting, uh, texting uh, property owners who've got their... Um, Properties for sale. I'm going to talk about contacting um, all sorts of people who are out there who, who, who want to get rid of their properties. The name's gone out of my head. Why has the name gone out of my head? I'm going to keep talking, hoping the name's come back into my head. Free stuff, team. That's what you need. Free stuff. Um, and so here's a here's an objection that sometimes I hear from people who are out there uh, trying to source on Gumtree, Facebook Marketplace, uh, Doorstep. That was another one. Free ads. That's another one. It's coming now. I'm in flow. <laughs> Those sort of places where you want to find properties, right? They say, oh, yeah, Dave, I, r- I rang them up, but they were agents, agents masquerading as landlords. Okay. Well, that's cool, right? Because they want to rent properties too, right? So go and meet them. Go and meet them. So phone them. Phone them. Phone them. And here's... Here's, this is the process. This is the process, okay? The phone call only has one objective. The objective of the phone call is to go and view the property. That is it, okay? Don't start getting technical. Don't start talking about your strategy. Don't start doing all that. You want to get in the property with the owner of the property and or the letting agent if you've stumble on an agent okay so the purpose of the call is to get to the property don't start pitching about you know rentals per month and income and who you are and what you're doing that is not the time there is a time coming when you're standing in front of the landlord right but 
just get the viewing just get the viewing go and see it okay so our marketing is all free free stuff um we're on on the um on the phone getting a viewing okay so now we go to the viewing what do we say what do we say um because you haven't pitched anything and they don't know what you're looking for really at this point you've been kind of evasive on that um so let's assume you've gone to see the property and the property is in great condition right you need properties for rent to rent service accommodation you need properties that are in really good condition maybe they've just been updated maybe they've had a refurb because the tenants moved out but they are ready to go we don't want damp we don't want smelly we don't want uh, you know properties with issues because you're going to get complaints from your guests and you get bad reviews and then everything goes into a downward spiral so you need properties in great condition okay there are basically three questions that you need to ask you need to write these down if you're driving do it later you can come back and listen to this later but there's three questions these are the three questions team the magic questions you need to ask number one is the property available now full stop obviously you would phrase these questions in your own elegant styley right but these are the questions one is the property available now number two will the landlord consider a long-term let will the landlord consider a long-term let cool and number three i work with local employers who uh, need accommodation for their teams i work with local employers who need accommodation for their teams okay there's magic in those words okay do it in your own style of course right practice it in the mirror before you go of course but the key to it is to use those words in the final way. I work with local employers who require accommodation for their teams. Okay, really, really important. And don't be thrown off your script. Um, so you will note, because you're smart property packages, right? You will note that we have not used the term rent to rent and we have not used uh, the term serviced accommodation. We haven't okay we're not doing that and they'll try and, and force you well who are these local employers who are you working with well obviously look that's that's my stock in trade right that's that's you know an asset to my business i spend my time putting these lists together but the benefit for you mr landlord is that we can we can put a long-term let in place if the property is available now and uh, of course the local employers will use it for accommodation for their teams so just keep restating those three answers to answer any questions that get thrown up okay you can tweak and move them around but don't get involved in the complexities of what you do what you're saying there is enough okay so we're not talking about corporate lets oh is that a corporate let corporate let i don't know is it a corporate let well here's the thing is i'm working with local employers and they're desperate for accommodation for their teams right so that so that's so you know who's who's going to be uh, your tenant um yeah it could be could be a local company could be you know a local employer all right fine so we we keep wriggling and wriggling around so let's talk about the numbers let's talk about the numbers so the property's in great condition how do you pitch 
your deal to the landlord. Because let's assume, um, I think this is the number I used at the beginning of this episode. So let's run with this number. Let's assume the property's on the market to rent to a tenant for £750 per calendar month. Okay. Um, you don't want to pay seven fifty per calendar month, but you're not. You, we're not asking you to pay. You're not. We're not expecting you to pay seven fifty per calendar month. Okay. Um, so, what do you bring to the party that means that the landlord is likely to consider a lower offer, especially in these times where the rental market is really hot? Why would they go with you for a lesser figure? Well, there are several reasons why they will go for for us uh, uh, with you for for a lesser figure so 750 a month right let's see say your gut feeling is you don't want to pay 750 a month right there's no letting agent involved right or or maybe there is which makes it even easier for you um but you don't want to pay 750 but you might be happy to pay 550 how do you bridge the gap between 550 and 750 okay so there's a couple of things you need to consider first of all let's say there is a letting agent involved they're going to char- be charging eight to ten percent maybe plus vat absolutely um that's quite a significant sum uh that the landlord is losing off their 750 a month you know say 75 pound a month immediately that the um, landlord is not going to have to pay if you take occupation of the property, if they could, if you can do a deal with the landlord. So immediately that's come down, okay? But if you take a normal tenant, you can't tell me about tenants, team, because I've got a few tenants in my life and I know these numbers and I know this, this works, I know these numbers off by heart, right? When I work out my buy-to-let income from a buy-to-let tenant, okay, Yes, there's 12 months rent uh, in the mix. They're going to pay 12 months, but I'm never going to get 12 months rent. It's just not going to happen, uh, right? So just leaving non-payers for a side, uh, to, a side, to the side for one moment, okay? Invariably, tenants mo- will move on with it at least once within the 12 months, okay? So you're going to lose a month's rent straight away. Uh, because it takes a month generally can take more can take less but on average you're going to lose a month's rent in the changeover also if there's a a changeover uh, then you might have to do even if the property is in really good condition at the start it's going to be knocks and scuffs it's going to need a coat of paint maybe the flooring a piece or at least a section of the flooring Um, i'll put brand new flooring into my one of my most recent lettings uh top to bottom we did the whole thing and i've had a message from the tenant uh not an immediate problem dave you know it's only cosmetic yeah but it is <laughs> cosmetics a thing right uh well every time we hoover it pulls all the threads out and you, you know we're getting bare part and a bit of carpets come yeah i'll just replace that carpet okay so i've got to send somebody in to have a look at that see what can be done all right so uh what i'm saying is you're not going to get 12 months rent for a 12 months let you're not because people come and go there's repairs there's all sorts of things going on um so how do you pitch it so 750 a month right and you want to pay 550 a month let's reverse engineer this okay so before we go in we work out the numbers spookily before i did this episode i've written down the numbers just to double check you want to pay 550 a month right 
Of the 12 months let to a single let buy to let investor, they're probably, pro- probably gonna, only going to get 10 months, 10 months money. They are. If you take account of lettings fees and repairs and people changing over. Now, if you've got a difficult tenant who doesn't pay the rent, and I've got two of those, two of those in my portfolio who haven't paid any rent now for a year since lockdown came in last last March. Uh, they've been working throughout. I think I've mentioned them before. Won't bore you again. Um, that That's about £1,200 a month that I've been short now for 12 months. That's quite a lot of money. Now, the beauty of your rent-to-rent-for-service accommodation offer, which you haven't told them exactly what it is yet, is that you are guaranteeing the rent, or your investor, when I say you, your investor is guaranteeing the rent. So if it's over a £1,000 a month net, it might be you. But generally, it's your investors guaranteeing the rent. So they're going to get 12 months payment, okay? You're going to guarantee the condition. You have to guarantee the condition because... You need the reviews for an SA property, and if, if it's not in great condition, you won't get decent reviews, okay? Um, you don't, you're not going to get the void periods. So, um, of course, the owner of the property, the landlord, is not going to have to pay any council tax. Now, I don't know about where you are, but as soon as one of my properties comes empty, the local authorities, they're really quick on the draw these days, are sending me a council tax bill. So it's immediately, you know, even if it's a month, right, it can be a £100, £150 a month for one month. If it's empty for two months, it's double that. Um, that I, as landlord, have to pay the bill, okay? So you are covering off uh, letting agents fees, repairs, um, changeover in tenants, bad tenants who don't pay, council tax in between tenancies, all of those things, if they go with you, the landlord is not going to have to worry about. It's a very strong offer. So what do you what do you what do you actually offer? Okay, so we've already worked out 750 a month. They're not going to get 12 months, right? They're probably not going to get 11 months. So I would offer probably 10 months rent. So um, 10 months rent, um, if you annualise it and divide it by 12, that's coming in. If the rent asking rent is 750 per calendar month, 10 months rent is 625 per calendar month. That's what it nets down to. I've done the arithmetic for you. 625. But I remember that you had this gut feeling that you wanted to charge 550. You wanted to offer 550 to the landlord, which is low ball, right? But, you know, let's try and justify it. Uh, nine months, nine months rent annualised and then per calendar month works out at £562.50. We're getting quite close now. So can you make the case to the landlord that they're going to lose from gross figure rent down to net figure rent, three months rent, a quarter of their rent roll is going to be gone on letting agents fees, council tax, voids, repairs, recalcitrant tenants that can be really expensive, right? The true figure that they that they get out when their accountants done their books at the end of the year is that is the net figure around um, nine months rent. If it is, if you can argue that, 
right? Then you can make your offer of 550. And the, in fact, the landlord's not going to be any worse off. In fact, they're going to be better off because they're not, never going to have to worry about getting the rent and they don't have to worry about it. That has a value. And they're not going to have to uh, go in and do a refurb when you're done because you've got to maintain the property, right? Or your investor has. So it's a very powerful offer for landlords in the current market uh, to offer uh, rent-to-rent for service accommodation. If we're packaging them and you find a few gems and you only need, you know, it only has to be two or three or four a year, two or three or four a year, you can do that, team, that are going to net after all costs a £1,000 a month. Put those in your portfolio. You don't have to if it's not your strategy. I hear you. But you're going to put all the infrastructure in place to run this properly anyway because your serviced uh, accommodation operator is going to be your new best friend in your business. So you need a great SA operator. Where do you find them? Uh, again, infiltrate, infiltrate property groups, in, infiltrate WhatsApp groups, start asking questions, uh, infiltrate Facebook service accommodation groups, right? They know who these people are. And then, you know, for every area, you might get five or six people who, who, who respond to your questions. And then you can do a little bit of a beauty parade and pick the one or two who you think that you can work with for your investors. Pause. I've given you quite a lot of content here, and I've gone really, really quick, right? Um, this is one of the longest, longer episodes that I've done recently, that's for sure, because there's a lot of content. But why have I done it? Because I think you're going to profit from it. I really do. And it works in today's marketplace. And I want you, I want you to package three, four, five of these a month. I want you to, to earn 10, 15, 20 grand a month packaging rent to SA opportunities. The market is there. Um, you, you've got a great service you offer the landlord who wants to get out and move on or, or have certainty. They don't have to worry about their property anymore. And we haven't even spoken about, you know, Section 24 and all that malarkey, okay? I'll come back to that in a different episode, right? Um, but you can save them that. And we haven't even spoken about the landlord applying for capital allowances, depending on how the structure of the property is held, you know, how they own it, what the lending is, et cetera, et cetera. Massive benefits here for the landlord potentially, but I wouldn't talk about them day one. Let's build the relationship first and prove that it works. Um, so you can build your own portfolio and you can earn 10, 15, 20 grand a month packaging rent to SA units. Sounds too good to be true, Dave, can't possibly be done. Well, explain that to the people who have already done it, because it's people who have done it and are doing it today. You can do it too. Okay, there's a lot of stuff there. I get it. Listen to this episode again and again and again, because it will help you build your packaging business Get out there, find the properties, talk to potential investors, get the wheels moving. We're going to get let off the leash, we hope, pretty, pretty soon. I want you to hit the ground running. Now is the time to do the groundwork and put your assets in place for your business. Get out there, find what you can. We're going to sell all of them. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.